chance to uh, watch uh, Wednesday's episode, or listen to, sorry, <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to listen to Wednesday's, Wednesday's episode yet, uh, be sure to, there's a lot of things on there, um, talk about many different things, including uh, Elon Musk purchasing uh, Twitter, so yeah, so Twitter does have a new owner now, um, as I mentioned, we are on Twitter now, uh, so you can definitely uh, follow us, it's uh, uh, at uh, and this is all together at the red, the red pill, C N, and then you spell out uh, podcast, but you forget the T in it. So that's how you spell it, because there wasn't there. You're only allowed so many characters. So, but yeah, you get a chance to check us out because uh, you know we're constantly poking. We actually post uh, every time a new podcast drops on there or. Uh, or things of that nature. So, yeah, you get a chance. Be sure to check us out on there. Uh, let's see. Um, so, yeah, so Twitter um, is now owned by Elon, which uh, I think is great. Here's something that I really found funny. Very, very, very funny in, in, in my eyes. So, um, Elon Musk has officially uh, banned Bill Gates on Twitter. <laughs> so, basically... Basically, these two have never had a great relationship, right? Uh, they have uh, they've went head to head when it came to COVID. They had different beliefs on that. Uh, you know, uh, for example, um, uh, Bill Gates made a statement one time that he would rather spend money on vaccines than exploring Mars. Now, let's put things in perspective here, okay? Elon Musk is rated the number one, the, the richest man in the world, okay? Bill Gates is number four. That's right, number four. Jeff Bezos, and, and I cannot remember the other guy's name, because we never hear about them, are also ahead of Bill Gates. Elon Musk's companies during the pandemic stepped up and helped started producing uh, ventilators and things of that uh, of that nature. So Bill Gates is, went on record saying that uh, he hopes Musk's uh, laid back attitude towards the pandemic, the fake pandemic, uh, that uh, doesn't affect other people. I mean, he's just really, and then at one time, uh, 
uh, Gates, who owns shares, and and this has recently happened, by the way. Uh, uh, Gates owns some shares in Tesla, which is Musk is the owner, the C, the CEO of it as well. <clears throat> so Bill Gates owns like two percent or three percent or something of that nature. And what he did was he turned on the short game on there, and and what that means is, and I know that's not the correct term. Uh, what that means basically is uh, that soon Tesla, the price in Tesla stocks will drop. Yeah. Uh, Tesla, who is number one in electric cars, getting ready to finish a 18-wheeler. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big Elon Musk fan or anything, um, and I don't own a Tesla and probably never will, but uh, just to, you know, how, how crazy that sounds with, them getting ready to come out with an 18-wheeler uh, electric vehicle um, and where you got this dementia fake president in there and all he's calling for is uh, green green gases. Uh, I think their stock's just going to keep going up. Well, anyways, once uh, uh, Gates actually asked Elon Musk to go into a venture with him on uh the, on the green, right? On the green, not the green deal, but so, something to do with the planet, right? Because both these guys are considered advocates for that. Well, when Musk found out, he pulled out of the deal because he said that that shows that Bill Gates was not genuine uh, or honest, right? <clears throat> Which makes sense. Uh, I'm going to own stock in your company, but I'm going to put it out on the short, because I'm looking forward to start declining in price. Uh, but yet, I'm going to ask you to go in business with me. What? But I don't trust Bill Gates. Bill Gates is buying up a bunch of farmland uh, in, across America. I mentioned this in my last podcast. I'm going to mention it again at the end of this podcast, because I think it's a strong enough and good enough message to put out there. Uh, so, to warn you. And you can warn your loved ones. Hey, guys, all I can do is get it off my plate, the research I've done, hand it to you. And it's up to you if you believe it or go research. Like I said, don't believe anything I say. Go research it all. But if you take the time to go research it, uh, you know, it's on your hands then. All I can do is just pass on the information. And like I said, we will get to that later. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's official. Musk has banned Gates. On Twitter, I don't know how much Gates was on Twitter. I don't follow him, uh, but I'm sure that's a that's a nice little uh, slap in the face, right? <laughs> uh, Musk actually joked this week that uh, he wants to buy Coca Cola next and put the cocaine back in Coke. Uh, boy, that statement right there has got social media and the far left losing their mind. I don't really think he meant real cocaine. I don't actually. I don't know what he meant. I think he was just trying to maybe be funny. I, I don't see him buying a a large stake in Coke. Um, he has got the money to, you know. I've seen people put uh tweets out there and so forth, where we're back on Twitter, uh, saying that he doesn't have the money. Dude, this guy's got the money. That forty four billion dollars he spent on Twitter, uh. Yeah, he didn't lose that money. That's an investment by Morgan Stanley uh, with more with Morgan Stanley's help, uh, the bank. 
So he's still got over $2 billion. I mean, he, he might have to get a loan for that investment from Morgan Stanley uh, as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I would think his credit's good enough. He could probably get some a loan and get some help. And knowing that it's Elon Musk, he could probably get some investors. So do I think he's buying Coke? I don't think so. But do I think he can afford it? Absolutely. I think he can afford it. Uh, he's just, uh, you know, I've done my research. I've seen how much the guy's actually worth. And, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, he can, he can afford Coke. So anyways, let's move on. I, uh, we don't want to talk about that all day. I just wanted you guys to kind of bring you up to speed on what's going on that I talked about on Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. So president Biden again again his brain freezes his brain freezes right in the middle of giving a speech what is going on here listen take a listen to this uh, that will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the russian oligarchs uh, and sure we take their take their their ill-begotten gains (laughs) we're going to accommodate them we're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah, kleptocracy. The, klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. I mean, uh. I just, uh, what in the world was he trying to say? I mean, that's just, uh, <laughs> it's it just, it's just amazing. And, and, you know, I haven't heard one thing about this, uh, on mainstream media. I haven't seen anything. Why do they protect this guy so much? Why? I mean, it's just, uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And, and, you know, I did mention, and they are turning on him, right? They are turning on him. Uh, uh, but just like, if you really uh, want to uh, want to bury somebody, show clips like that rather than just talk about polling numbers. Show clips like that. That is, that is just terrific. Uh, speaking about social media, uh, President Trump, is back on Truth Social. Uh, he came back on yesterday. Uh, just a picture and, and a few words, but uh, pretty exciting to have him back on a platform uh, to where he's going to be able to speak his mind and so forth. Now, he has been on Telegram the entire time, releasing statements and so forth on there. Um, <clears throat> however, uh, they do not, they will not have as many members uh, as Trump and where so, uh, Truth Social is set up more like a Facebook, Twitter than Telegram, uh, where he can just put out tweets or truths. They're called truths on there, uh, where he can just put those out and uh, we can see what he has to say. I look for Truth Social to absolutely blow up. Yes, it's number one. There's quite a few people. Remember one thing, though. Trump had 30, no, he had 80, 80 million 
followers on Twitter, look for at least 30 million of those to go over to True Social. At least. People get lost right in the transaction. At least 30 million. So with him back on there, I'm on Truth Social. I've made the statement that I'm not I'm not really happy with it uh, because we're uh, you can't get any followers on there. It's weird. It, it, it just I don't know how many people are on there. I know I was on a waiting list and on there for a long time before I actually got accepted. And, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't I didn't I, I'm realistic when it comes to new sites and uh, especially a new platform for our, for our show that uh, sometimes it takes uh, it takes a while to grow an audience. Right. <clears throat> like the podcast here. We didn't we didn't start off with all of you listening uh, to us from the very beginning. Uh, I went, uh, I think I looked at the data not too long ago. I think I went my first four shows uh, before we started getting the followers we are. Uh, I think my first four shows were uh, a total of 20 views. Yeah, not even five apiece, but one had more than the others. But but any anywho, uh, before we got you guys. So, I mean, you know, it takes time, and I know that, right? I mean, I... I understand that. Uh, and then it didn't, like our fifth and sixth and seventh show wasn't that many more. It's not like it grew, you know, over that. It took a couple months uh, to, uh, it took a few months for us actually to uh, get started and to, uh, you know, thanks to you all, uh, finding you guys as an audience. So, but anyways, I've been on, I've been on True Social uh, since the beginning, since it started. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> I think we have five followers on there. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it, and it's funny to me because, uh, you know, I, that it, where I where I'm on other platforms, uh, followers mean a lot, right? Especially on uh, on different places and things like that. So, all right, guys. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let us uh, get a word in real quick from our sponsor. Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well, all in one place, right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, yeah, so guys, if you get a chance, be sure to check Anchor out if you're interested in starting your own podcast. Uh, everything you need is all in one place. All right, so let's move on. Um, yesterday, the fake President Biden, or I'm sorry, day before yesterday, uh, he's a, he's forming this group. I call them the Disinformation Squad. Um, and basically... <laughs> They're supposed to uh, hold people accountable for putting out disinformation, right? <laughs> the head 
the head who of this or of this squad uh Biden has picked this female and no it has nothing to do with her being a female I just can't remember her name so I'm trying to describe her she is the biggest liar and disinformation person out there I mean this lady is absolutely stupid. She denied that there was a Hunter Biden laptop. She denied she, she denied that the Clinton campaign had anything to do in the Russia hoax. You know, the only thing she's really known for is going viral on TikTok for singing a song. I mean, that that that's what kind of person we're dealing with here. That's the only thing she's known for. She has no credibility. She has no experience. Nothing of that nature. So here's my question. What is the definition of disinformation? Rather, what's going to be their definition of disinformation? It's going to be anything you or I disagree with in their liberal and radical policies. That's going to be their definition of disinformation. They're don't don't deny it. They get this passed and they get they get this group together and we've got to squash this. I mean, we need to get a hold. You need to get a hold of your senators, your congressmen, and you need we need to squash this. And I'm not just saying this here. I have put this out on my other platforms and videos and so forth. This this is serious because they're going to come after you and I. Yeah, both of us. They're coming after us uh, if we disagree with any of their radical policies. And I'll be honest with you, folks, I disagree with them all. They'll just have to take me in handcuffs and throw me in jail. I disagree with them all. I think governors should be smaller and out of our business. I think, uh, you know, we should have a right to free speech, whether it's on social media, whether it's on, uh, you know, standing in the street or newspapers and what have you. Uh, I, I think we're going to keep, we need to keep our guns. That's for sure. I'm keeping my guns. Nobody's taking my guns from me. Uh, I disagree with them all. So, I mean, <laughs> I do. I, I disagree. Uh, I don't think that you should abort a child uh, when it's half grown. I mean, that's just, that's just sad. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. But you do. I mean, it's going to take us. There, there's nobody like, and I know some of my listeners, I know how you think. And, and I just want to be honest with you. Trump's not going to step in here and just swoop and save the day. There's some things that we need to do. This is one of those things, along with on November and November voting. Get out there and vote conservative Republicans. There's things we need to do. We're the grassroots. We're we're the oil in the hinges of this world, of this country at least. And it's up to us. Nobody else is going to do it for us. I'm sorry, folks. That's just how it is. I know some of you don't want to hear that. Some of you have this dream that Donald Trump and the military is just going to step in and get in there because they're finally fed up. I used to be that stupid too, okay? That's not going to happen. That's not reality. Reality 
is that we have to start changing it with us right here, our school boards, our local uh, politicians. We need to make sure that we get people in there who are honest, American first, and who aren't so gullible to get sucked into the swamp if they ever get voted in to, uh, to hold a national or a federal office. I mean, and that's up to us. We need to do our research on these people, and we need to put them in there. And some of you listening, from what I can see, would make good, good, great candidates as well. And you know who I'm talking to because I've already told you, one-on-one. So it starts with us, folks. I, I, I want you guys to stop. If any of you are doing it, stop this stream that something's automatically going to happen. Because it's not. I've learned that. I've learned that the hard way. It's not. Okay, in other news, WWE Wrestling has released 10 superstars from its uh, WWE Raw, SmackDown, and uh, NXT brands. So yeah, so just to throw the, just to let guys let you guys know, because uh, some of you really enjoyed that WrestleMania podcast we did, um, just to give you guys a, uh, the names of the superstars, so you know if you haven't heard yet. So WWE released Dexter Loomis, who I still say is related to some called Steve Austin. He just looks way too much like him. If he was to put on a pair of black trunks and a black uh, vest. And he was to, uh, and he was to shave his head. I'm telling you, he could pass for a son easy, easy, easy. Yeah, just saying. I mean, he he reminds me a whole lot of, of Stone Cold. Anyways, uh, Malcolm Bevins, uh, he was a manager on the show next uh, NXT. Uh, Dakota Kai, uh, that shocked me. She's a former. Uh, uh, Women's champion, tag team champion, uh, she'll get picked up right away. Uh, they had a superstar named Persia, Holland, Raylan Devine, uh, Draco Anthony, uh, Myla Melise, Santana George, uh, Blair, uh, Blair Borden. Oh, he was a referee. She was a referee. I'm sorry. So my question is, are there going to be more? Will there be more uh, more layoffs uh, from uh, Vince McMahon? I don't know. A lot of young, good talent there. Okay, so let's see. So uh, I spoke uh, uh, Wednesday about uh, Trump's case and everything that's happening. Uh, Trump sent out an interesting statement uh, last night um, that, uh, yeah, I mean, so I'll just read it to you. Uh, I am asking for the release. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I'm here's the gist of it. I'm asking for the release of the from Obama's chief of staff back and forth to Obama when they tried to overturn and steal the 2016 election, also during the time frame when they spied on my campaign. 
So this is interesting because I kind of think Trump already knows what's on those text messages. I just do, guys. He's he's that smart. I mean, everything that I've seen, uh, just uh, I just I just think that he already knows, and I think there's some juicy, juicy stuff on there, juicy, juicy stuff. So I am looking forward uh, to that becoming a uh, a thing. I, if they turn that over, uh, <clears throat> if they turn that over, it is untelling what we will find out uh, was going on back then. I mean, Trump, even in the statement, he mentions they spied on him in the White House and, and so forth. And, and uh, it's just, I don't know. You guys know my feeling on, on Obama, the Obamas. Uh, so I just, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but if he gets those text messages, it will be interesting. Absolutely. Very interesting to see. All right. So uh, also in the news, black voters who are uh, with the, the Democratic Party are slipping and slipping fast with black voters. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. Guys, it's, that's just the color of someone's skin. Right? I mean, we're all Americans. I mean, that doesn't mean, you know, and I hate how they, I understand why they do polls like this, but I, I do, I do, I don't like it. Uh, I think, you know, it should be American polls and, and, and not separate uh, Latinos and, and, and uh, African Americans and so forth. I just, I never have been a fan of it. Um, I, I've always believed that the, uh, rhinos and the and the far left politicians are more about division uh than un, unity you know so um like uh joe biden uh when he first when he first stole the election in uh his inaugural fake inaugural speech uh he said that uh he wanted to uh unite this country which he has pretty much, I mean, in a way, right? I mean, because the majority of Americans agree that Biden is a joke. So, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they, and most Americans agree that we elected a joke. So, so he has done it in a way. Well, actually, um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say elected because most of you are uh, like me and you don't think that he ever won any election. 81 million votes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, and Biden's approval rate uh, for black voters is down to 67% which is huge because the lowest it's ever been is 87%. Yeah, so, and that's Biden and the Democrats, sorry. Biden and the Democrats are down. <clears throat> so we have the country of Finland. Uh, they are currently mauling around. They've got an invitation to join uh, the NATO. And uh, they haven't gave them an answer yet. 
uh, they're still waiting, so probably have an answer in for that next week. Um, I am still researching this uh, as far as uh, as far as if uh, to give an opinion on if they should join them or not. Um, I will do that next episode on Wednesday because I have not had a chance to really do the research that it deserves before I pass it off to you all. Before I make an educated decision on something like this, I definitely want to uh, I want to see. Uh, I want to make sure I've got all the facts. Does that make sense? I want to make sure I've got all the facts in place because it just because uh, I'm not. I don't want to put out there. I don't want to put out actual <laughs> disinformation, right? Actual disinformation. Yeah, we don't want to do that. So uh, let's see here. So the uh, the Russian state TV, their television is now saying that a nuclear war is probable. Now that's kind of scary, right? I mean, Russia has, we know that they, they have nukes. We know that we have more, right? We know that we could wipe them off the map. But they're, they wouldn't go down without taking some of us as well. And, and I've said this before, this, this fake president, he is going to get us all killed. This guy is so stupid. It, it just, uh, and the people around him, you know, the people around him. So Trump never was a politician, right? Never was uh, before he became president. Uh, but here's one thing that Trump and Joe Biden was supposedly a senator for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. um, but Trump, knowing that he was not a politician and never held office anywhere, and that he didn't know all the, he didn't know how to cross all the T's and dot the I's, he put people around him who knew how to do the business. Well, the people around that Sleepy Joe put around him, or Obama put around him, or whoever put around him, they give him just as bad advice as he comes with them on his own. He's scary. He really is. He scares me. And not only his dementia or whatever his problem is, his being able to look into the camera, smile, and tell a lie that 80% of Americans know is a lie. And he does it all the time. And nobody calls him on it in the mainstream media. Why? Why? Okay, so folks, uh, a couple episodes ago, and this is going to be a repeat of what I went over at the end of the show on Wednesday, a couple episodes ago, I I ended the episode saying that because I love you guys, right? I want you guys. I want, I love all Americans. I love everyone, not just Americans, everyone. And I want everybody to be safe. And I and I mentioned that you should go out and maybe buy some extra um, food and and store it, right? Now, I didn't get into details then because for those of you who've been listening to me for a while, you know I like to do my research 
before I pass it on anywhere on any of the platforms I'm on uh, on this podcast uh, anything like that I am uh, I like to do my research before I put it out there <clears throat> and if I do research and I find out that it's wrong or something's changed I always let you guys know in the follow-up episode so I am now prepared I've done enough research and I'm now prepared to tell you why I actually made that statement In the last six months, actually it goes, it's really the last 10 months, but in the last six months, several, several major, and this isn't your mom and pop ones that you can find in your, you know, in your local town or whatever. This, These are major ones. Major food processing companies have mysteriously burned down, no longer in operation. That's a fact. Go do your research. So you know that's going to have an impact. The leader of the agricultural of the world, not just America, but of the world. Uh, I don't know his name. I don't even know if that's the correct title. (laughs) Um, But anyways, he knows what's up, right? Has went on record and said, that there is going to be a world famine, a world famine in 2023 and 2024. Now, the reason why I stress the, the world, a world famine is because the only famines that, that they normally talk about that usually happens is in India and uh, one other country I can't think of right offhand. This is the word. He's talking about the United States. He's talking about everywhere. Everywhere. That's pretty scary. A world famine. And this would be the first time that something like this has ever happened. So just just do your own research. And try to be safe. Okay? Because uh, I, I just... Uh, oh, also... Also, and this is not on Wednesday's program, uh, because I just found this out, we are having an issue that might show up this year by winter because fertilizer, which they use gas to make, and oil, because of that supposedly, and where we were once energy dependent, and we're not now, fertilizer uh, is becoming a hard commodity right now. The price has gone up outrageous, and uh, there's there's one big company that I've seen that that's just not making it. It's not worth them making right now because everything is so high. So, folks, this is going to affect next year's crops. This this is going to affect a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming down the hill. That has to do with our food. Why is Bill Gates buying food land, farmland all across America? What is up there? Can somebody tell me? Because I can't find out anything just that he's buying it like crazy. I know he's all about the fake cow and the fake artificial meat and, and stuff like that. But why is he buying up all this farmland? Yeah, I mean, I don't trust that guy anyways. So... 
All right, folks. So that is about all the time we do have today. What you want to join? What? Uh, hold on, we got a special visitor. Hi. How's everybody doing? All right. Well, I just wanted to take over my uncle's podcast for a minute. I'm so sorry. Thanks. <laughs> he is too too cute. All right. So. uh yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great, great uh, rest of your uh, weekend, and uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure talking to you. And we will talk again on Wednesday. All right, guys, I am the Kentucky guy. Thanks for joining the Red Pill Podcast and Current News. Hey, you all have a wonderful day. Okay. <laughs>